All right. Hey, everybody. How we doing? <laughs> uh, thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in. It is the week before Christmas. Uh, as you can see, very festive over here. We're uh, uh, getting ready uh, here for the holidays. Uh, Going to do one last show but before the end of the year. Uh, we appreciate you so much for watching The Yard Sign, the most important relevant podcast in Florida politics, and uh, I would say easily the most uh, diverse conservative podcast uh, in politics, possibly anywhere. Uh, your host, Johnny Torres. We've got some great guests tonight. Uh, we appreciate you because we also got lots of things to talk about tonight. So go ahead and get ready in the comments section. Like, share, follow us on all of our social media platforms. You can find us just about anywhere. And uh, you can also download the audio version of our podcast uh, over at the Tech Overlords at Google, Apple, Spotify, Audible, Amazon, iHeartRadio, uh, Odyssey, and now Samsung. Uh, Samsung has uh, released their own podcast platform, so you can look for us there. Thank you to uh, our new Samsung subscribers. We picked some up last week, and uh, we appreciate you for listening. Um, let's go ahead and get right to it, uh, since uh, we've got a lot to talk about. Uh, and we also got a special guest with us tonight. So let's uh, start from the top. Senator Joe Manchin uh, is uh, being credited with possibly killing not only the Build Back Better bill, but possibly all of Joe Biden's uh, agenda, uh, pretty much for the rest of the, the administration for the next three years. Um, we'll we'll kind of pick that apart because it's a little more complex than that. But uh, nonetheless, uh, you know, it's going to be <laughs> a fun topic. And now the senator from Oz. Uh, I don't know how many of you uh, have ever watched the Oprah spinoff uh, of uh, uh, the doctors and uh, Dr. Oz. Uh, well, Dr. Oz has decided not only to come out as a political candidate, but as a Republican and uh, causing all kinds of uh, issues out there already. And of course, he's trying to capitalize on uh, his fame and, uh, you know, maybe get somebody that actually knows about health care into our Congress. Uh, and we'll kind of see, uh, kind of test the waters on uh, him as a candidate. Uh, Kamala and the God, Kamala Harris, uh, went on Comedy Central's uh, Charlemagne the God show. Uh, I don't even think that's the right uh, title of the show, but if you are familiar with The Breakfast Club, uh, he's one of the hosts on there, and uh, now uh, starting to cause a lot of news out of that show. Uh, Charlemagne the God, very big in the hip-hop scene, and uh, took Kamala Harris and the Biden administration to task. We'll talk about that. And Tesla versus Senator Karen. Uh, it's uh, Elon never disappoints. Uh, always a fun guy to follow on social media. And, uh, of course, uh, his taxes, or lack thereof, have recently become an issue. Uh, and uh, there's been some outspoken members of Congress who have uh, let it be known that they are none too happy with him. And uh, he's pushing back, as he should. So, uh, Elon, uh, Team Elon here all the way. I'll just say that up front. But uh, let's go ahead and uh, get over to the big table and announce uh, tonight's panelists uh, for all these amazing topics we have for you today. Joining me, as always, from left to right, Mr. Anibal David Cabrera. Oh. oh, I don't even have a mic There on. we go. No, it's fine. I understand the worth of uh, <laughs> my opinion on the show. I just got to make sure I got to keep you restrained. I would love to see the restraint of the lights on your, on your mic. <laughs> All right. And uh, now, of course, now that the scarves are appropriate, you know, it's that time of year. We're getting, it's we got we 64. Got a cold front rolling in, so I'll, I'll allow it. Uh, next to him, a new face on the show and, uh, in, and also in our local political scene. Uh, we're very excited to have him on the show to talk about what he's up to uh, and uh, possibly where he's headed. Uh, joining us is Chase Harrison, uh, County Commission District 
seven here in Hillsborough County. He's a candidate uh, on the Republican side and uh, hopefully a future county commissioner here in Hillsborough County. How are you, sir? I'm great. Thanks for having me here tonight. Well, thanks for coming on. We're excited to, uh, you know, not only get to know you a little better, but, uh, you know, just banter about uh, today's topics and current events. Uh, uh, first, let's go ahead and, and get into a little bit of your background before we kind of touch on today's topics. Um, what, what, what kind of, what lit the match? What, what was the, the, the final straw that said, you know what, I, I need to get into the game. I need to run for office here. You know, that's actually probably the most common question I get asked as mm -hmm. I'm going around the County meeting people. I, I believe in my case, it's just, uh, I'm tired of complaining. Nothing seems to be changing. And if I don't do it, who's going to at this point? Sure. Absolutely. Uh, well, again, you know, there's, uh, we've openly discussed here and not that we want to get you in any trouble, but we've discussed some of the, the trials and tribulations and challenges of uh, being a Republican here in Hillsborough County, uh, both internal, external. Uh, and uh, we appreciate you, you know, stepping up to the plate because, uh, you know, it's, it's not easy. Uh, whether you volunteered on a campaign, worked on a campaign, or have been a candidate, uh, we know that it requires a, an enormous commitment um, and a lot of work. Uh, and so how has that experience uh, been for you so far? Uh, very positive. As you know, there's several uh, Republican clubs scattered around the county. I believe mm -hmm. there's 13 of them. Yep. Uh, for the last six months, I've been making my way and meeting people. And the resounding issues that I hear are people are concerned about their taxes and why why the taxes keep going up. They don't seem to be getting any additional or new services. Yep. Uh, the penny sales tax that was eventually declared illegal by the Florida Supreme Court is still an issue. Uh, it's $512 million. Right, which they're not uh, refunding. They as have yet. not yet, even yep. though they were mandated to. Mm -hmm. And uh, when they were when they asked, well, how do we return money? And the state of Florida basically told them it isn't our problem. We don't know. You have to figure it out. Wow. And that's okay. kind of been at a stalemate. They've done made no progress so far. Have you gotten your check? No. no have you and Evil? No. I, I haven't seen anything either. Yeah. And um, I believe what they're going to end up doing on that is, uh, and I, I would certainly support this, is a sales tax holiday. If you mm. buy a big ticket item like a car, that, that could be a significant amount of money. Sure. So what would happen is you wouldn't pay the sales tax to the county, just the state sales tax, and that money would then come out of where that money is in an escrow account until right. it's depleted and then reinstate our sales tax. So basically kind of reversing the process, essentially, right. because it was a sales tax. And so by creating a sales tax holiday, you're kind of... I, I think that's a great solution. I mean, obviously, uh, it'd be nice to get a check in the mail, you know, from the government, uh, you know, kind of have that work in reverse for once. Um, but uh, it, I, I think that's a great idea. And, and hopefully that that ends up being the case. Uh, a little bit about your background. Uh, I see here we've got one of your cards here again, uh, votechaseharrison.com. Uh, for those of you watching, votechaseharrison.com if you want to go ahead and check him out. Uh, Air Force veteran. I am. I was an intelligence analyst in the Air Force. Awesome. And uh, signed to U.S. Central Command was my last assignment here at McDill. Well, but lucky you. Yeah, it was a, a busy time <laughs> after September 11th. That's yeah. absolutely right. Yeah. All right. Well, and uh, and how long has it been since you retired from the military? I uh, retired from the reserves in 2006. Okay. And uh, I was a Tampa policeman at that point, and I retired from that in 2016. Oh, wow. Well, thank you doubly, I mean, for, for all your work in our community. Well, thank you. Um, and, uh, and, and so... Uh, you mentioned taxes. Um, you know, again, what, what what was that motivator? You know, was was it taxes for you personally? What was the the grinding issue that that you felt that needed needed to be resolved for you to jump into this race? Well, as you put the the final straw on the camel's back, in my case, was the penny sales tax. Oh, it was okay. Yeah. And, it. and I remember when it was rescinded. And even at that point, I remember thinking to myself, well, how much can it be? You know, it's only been on the books two years, less than sure. Uh, a penny on a dollar, a couple hundred thousand dollars. 
Well, I was way off. It's yeah. 512 million, which has been an escrow account. So mm -hmm. it's probably 514. I don't know what the new number would be. Right. Well, and that's why, you know, we, we've had conversations here about the half cent tax that went to the school district. And now here they are a year later crying poverty again. Right. Um, and wanting to go back to the trough for more money. Right. Uh, and, rather and some, than fixing the problems internally, which they refuse to do. Right. And, and some of that, the COVID money was supposed to assist schools with new ventilation systems. Remember that? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Don't hear anything about that. But right. yet we're still paying that tax for the schools to get new air conditioners. Yeah, which continues to be ago. a problem. Right. 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 All right. Well, thanks again for being here. Yes, sir. We, we look forward here. to your input on uh, uh, today's current events. Uh, and again, for those of you watching, go ahead and check out votechaseharrison.com on the interwebs uh, for more information on this gentleman right here. And please contribute in any way you can uh, with your time, your effort, your money. Uh, we, we'd love to uh, get another Republican and, and regain some of those seats that we've lost uh, in recent years. Uh, but again, thanks for being here tonight. Sure. Let's jump into our first topic. Joe Manchin kills the Build Back Better bill. And again, this may be the nail in the coffin for the Biden administration's entire agenda for the next three years. Uh, it's unbelievable that it is that fragile, but it absolutely is. Uh, progressives are angry. Uh, of course, your Democrats are angry about it. Uh, he is expressing a lot of concern over inflation and the fact that we continue to spend ridiculous amounts of money and print ridiculous amounts of money uh you know again it's one of those situations where we have a democrat from west virginia you know this is for those of you who you know maybe newer to politics it's the kind of situation where he's only a democrat really because people just generationally have always been Democrats in West Virginia and have not switched over, but they vote Republican in many times um, or in many cases. And so he really has to play the fence here as a Democrat uh, because, uh, you know, again, it's, it's a, a predominantly a red state, I believe. Um, yes. And he's one of the few Democrats in federal office. And so uh, this is one of those issues that I think he knows that back home he's going to get skewered for. Uh, and again, it's one of those where generationally families individuals have been registered democrats now for generations um but they are more republican leaning in their views and and their voting um and and he's one of the exceptions in this case and and so smartly so but the other thing is guys is i'm hearing that he's kind of become the boogeyman in this and democrats are starting to push back they're starting to nasty stuff about man back off. Um, but there's 60 other senators, 50 something other senators that are also not signing on to this Build Back Better bill. I mean, it goes to show you how awful a uh, piece of legislation this really is, right? I love it. I, absolutely <laughs> I was like, hello. <laughs> I absolutely love it. I think what has truly happened is that they thought that once they won the presidency and they took back both chambers, mm -hmm. that they had a mandate in the in the in the government basically to push something huge, something FDR, right. something that could be ground changing. And as time progressed, and you know what happens when big bills like this take forever, things start taking start getting axed. Yep. And every big thing that AOC and the squad and other people and progressives wanted kept on getting taken out. And then by the time I think October came around, they completely separated the Build Back Better with the infrastructure bill, right. which I thought was the smartest negotiating tactic ever. Again, yeah. these are people that have been in the Senate and government for decades. And right. you're going to have a, a bartender that happened to win an election in New York, try to be able to finagle her way through an, a, a 
bill process. Well, and this is where experience in Congress really kind of shows, you know, how far it gets you, you know, because the more experienced senators, your blue dogs, as they used to call them, your your moderate Democrats, as some of us call them, or your corporate Democrats, as, as progressives like to call them, um, certainly, uh, you know, flex their muscles on this. And we saw them actually put up a good fight, as you said, unable uh, to separate the two bills. They get all their goodies and they get all the all the corporate bucks and all the money back to their districts. And now progressives are left out in the wing. I love it. I absolutely love it. I don't think it could have. We have been talking about this for a while that we knew the infrastructure bill was probably going to pass because a lot of businesses and larger corporations kind of wanted this to be seen. And so now. So Joe Manchin was one of the first ones, a cinema from Arizona. I think there's another one from like Pennsylvania. There's another, I think there's two or three other Democrats that are pretty, how would you say them? They call them blue dog Democrats. Um, yeah, moderates. Yeah, mod then that's what they are. They're moderates. Same yeah. thing we have. And honestly, we have rhinos. And again, it is what it is. But we have rhinos that are that are more Democrat than Republican. But they've been voting as Republicans their entire lives. They're going to yeah. do the same thing. Uh, who could remember when we had moderates in the Senate? And so yeah. and now the Democrats have done it to themselves that they're down to like three moderates. And when you have a 50 50 Senate, you need every single person here. And Joe said that he wasn't going to go along to get along because he doesn't need to he can be a he has more people voting for him in his district in his state, which a Cinema has the same thing. She has a higher right. approval rating now than ever before. So her constituents want her to vote against the bill. Others want her to. Uh, others want them to vote against the bill. I think Schumer is going to force them to have a vote in the Senate and just to see who votes for what. I bet you yeah. more Democrats vote against the bill than for it. When you know, someone on the squad actually referred to this as uh, Manchin's holding democracy. You know, it's holding it at bay. It's yeah. like it sounds to me like it's working. Right. You know, it depends on which well, the side process, of the coin you're on. Right. Yeah. Well, and I say this all the time here on the show, which is the process is very deliberate. Right. Uh, it's it's meant that way. It, it was, again, the brilliance of the right. founding fathers to make sure that they don't rush anything right. through the process. Everything's slow motion That's, that yeah. way you can think about it and process it. Exactly. Absolutely. So the so what I love about it in this instance is that a bill like this, it goes two ways. It either ages like fine wine and cheese or it goes south and just stinks to high heck. Right. And, and, and before you know it, nobody wants anything to do with it. Um, and, and that's kind of where we're at now. Mm -hmm. I think, uh, you know, the mansion is kind of, again, being one of the senior senators in, 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 in that chamber, obviously is getting the most fire for it, more the most flag, but there's 50 right. something other senators right behind them who are also not going to get behind this bill. Right. And you uh, talked about the blue dog Democrats. I mean, mm -hmm. West Virginia, I mean, it, it's coal miners and unions, Correct. which right. you think would be a strong democratic hold, but in reality, Trump carried that by far. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So well, again, West really Virginia is not a blue state, you know, and he's <laughs> the on paper, I guess, you know, right. and he's the exception. It's right. kind of like, well, you know, us having had Bill Nelson, you know, mm -hmm. in, you know, even though Florida had been a mostly Republican state for a long time, it was only a matter of time. He was getting reelected simply because he was an incumbent and because, uh, you know, people love to reelect their incumbents. And and, you know, and then there was the whole, you know, astronaut thing and all, you right. know, there was, you know, people had a soft spot for for him um and as soon as that gate opened i mean especially once then governor scott got into the race we right. knew we were going to win that seat and i think that and not to divert a little bit of the topic but having a governor go after an incumbent democrat yeah. in a seat like that is probably the only way you can unseat 
uh, uh, someone that that was infamous and that famous in that position. Right. I mean, I, I when I was in school, Bill Nelson, Bill Nelson was our senator. So like we've had yeah. him for a long time. I think my I think I know people that voted for him that were Republicans because he was somewhat of a blue dog Democrat right. and he was loved with, within Florida. So I could that I get that completely. But in today's situation and to see them try to pass a two trillion dollar bill after passing a one point what, one point five trillion dollar deal and the five trillion dollars before then was absolutely ridiculous i mean we've had so much money printed in the last 12 last 24 months it's right. absolutely ridiculous yeah. and they came up with that big number for infrastructure but yet they've not taken a single bid on a single bridge to be repaired right so where do you come up with these numbers no, and again, I mean, we've seen time after time at every level of government, um, they put these numbers out there, and then it ends up going two, three times over budget. California is notorious for it. They had the boondoggle with this high-speed train that, again, they, they basically just gave up, and they started, the, even the federal government said, enough's enough. We're not going right. to give you yeah. any more money for this You thing. can't do right. it anymore. Um, well, even Tampa International is getting $21 million of this. They announced it the other day. It's like, what do they get? Yeah. What do they need it for? I mean, our airport seems to be well, in all fairness, effectively run. In all fairness, when I, even back when I was in at Senator Rubio's office, I mean, you know, they've been asking. Joe Lapano is an amazing CEO. He's been doing an incredible job, job with Tampa International. But they have been saying for some time that they do need a new air traffic control tower. Mm -hmm. um, the, the current one is outdated. It's too – given now the scope, the size, right. and the number of flights that we're getting here in Tampa Bay, um, they need a taller tower and they need a more modern tower. Also, it's very um, tangible, a thing, when it comes to like an airport. Exactly, or right. So that, that's why I, I could I could fathom and understand the idea of spending money on infrastructure, even though we all yeah. know it takes decades for that money to go right. through. And yeah. the majority of that money is going to get wasted on surveys and environmental things and blah, blah, blah. Well, and in the airport in particular is one of those infrastructure uh, uh, parts of infra of our infrastructure that people don't realize they think it makes a lot of money and airports really don't don't make a lot of money um, which is why they had they built this new corporate uh, business center out there to lease a lot of the the, the office space um, they're constantly bringing in like new restaurants and they're bringing in you know their their new amenities and things like that because um, the bulk of their money is is not coming from the airlines it's actually coming from all the other things you know that that are generating revenue for them. And our airport has been able, and again, we're, we're kind of deviating a little bit, but I yeah. love talking about our city. I love talking yeah. about our airport because again, if they can, if they need a few more million dollars, so then it goes from me taking a hundred steps to get to my gate yeah. to me taking 50 steps to get to my gate. I mean, the way they've built out that airport is phenomenal. And again, I don't want to talk any more about this, but so this I is, love it. Yeah, but this is where, like, for example, I think Ron DeSantis, uh, again, to his credit, really showed the power of the state government because when COVID hit, he said, okay, since people are going to be locked down and traffic is right. going to be at a minimum, let's expedite all these yes. road projects. Sure. And they did. Right. And they got a lot of them done in record time, and which, again, saved saves taxpayers money. Um, and also once things got back to normal, alleviated a lot of problems right out of the gate, you know, so kudos to him for again, kind of seeing the opportunity in the darkness, right? Seeing the light in the darkness and, and realizing, Hey, let's take this as an opportunity to get these projects done so that when everything gets back to normal, we're not, we're not bothering, you know, the, 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 the average commute. But again, we are in a bubble when it comes to Florida and how we are protected <laughs> by the governor. So we have to deal with the, the, the nonsense 
that's happening around the country. But when it came to this particular bill, it was it was basically a lie. A lot of it was a lie. Yeah. A lot of it was uh, finagling with the numbers and pretending, basically playing shadows with it. Because a lot of the programs that they wanted, they only funded for a year. Literally, they funded for a year yep. or for one cycle. Right. Which means you're going to, I mean, no, you're, the, you're lying. The, the state or the county is <laughs> on the hook for the rest of it. And we see this time and time again. The federal government does this all the time. Oh, yeah. And it's uh, it's a horrible way to to try to push forward an agenda because, you know, we saw it with the Bill Gates grant here in the school, with the school system. We've seen it with other projects where the federal government will give, you know, the, the municipality or the, the, the local government uh, a grant. And then once that money runs out, they're responsible for finding it to keep the thing going. And so, uh, again, not a smart way to to fund projects. Yeah, to the most educated people in our community that couldn't see the detriment of allowing for a non-fundable program to be funded and just taken away for the teachers, which upset the teachers more than anything else because a lot of the programs were working. But again, you have an unfunded mandate. And now you're like, you're yelling at people. Well, it's like Governor Scott, right before he left office, um, gave T-Barta about, I think it was $2 million maybe or two somewhere between two and five um and they decided to use it to make the streetcar you know which again i like but it's a tourist attraction um and they used it to make it for free right so now the expectation is that hey there's this cool streetcar that's free well what happens when the when the money runs out you know now they're they're going to be crying poor you know crying poverty and they're going to want money to keep it free because they think that it's you know again that that the numbers are going to die off the numbers are going to dwindle which they will because if it were a valuable service people would pay for it but if it's not people aren't going to pay for it amtrak amtrak is a perfect example but again the things that were inside the bill were horrible uh daycare the free child care you couldn't do that for religious organizations so right there that was a hiccup they were gonna they and then they were not even going to give it to the parents they were going to give it to the states so then they can give it to the parents so i think there was just a bunch of lies and a bunch of things and again you're right if a bill that size works well Mm -hmm. then it will ripe as fine wine but this just stunk to high heaven and the democrats at the end were like we'll just we'll just pass it so that we can say we did something and now you can't and so one gentleman once one senator which is probably the best example of democracy to be put on Mm -hmm. has completely tanked the president's agenda and i love it as a republican i love it i get it right we would do the it, someone would probably do the same thing for us well honestly. it goes to show you how the media has to frame this for for people to understand what's happening because again it's not just mansion obviously is he leading the way is he the most vocal one yeah he can, I, he can take i almost feel like he can take the, the beating yeah because what, what are you gonna do well and he's known joe biden for you know for how many decades now probably for four, you know four probably yeah. you know and 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 actually one of the you know one of the podcasts that we always kind of uh, refer to that Anibal and I love listening to uh Crystal and Sager with breaking points you know made a great point that the president had to call Mansion to try you know to try to you know get him to, to flip on this vote and he wouldn't right you know and and the fact that I think Mansion didn't even take his call or something like that like he was he wouldn't take his was, calls uh, right and he only let the president the White House know 30 minutes before the Fox interview his decision to flip 
So, and it wasn't even him that called. It was an assistant that called the White House. So it shows you that this president has no power in this Congress. Uh, he has no clout. He has no political weight. Uh, and I think they know this, especially going into a midterms where they're going to be vulnerable anyways. Right. The last thing they want is Joe Biden showing up to support their campaign. Well, they're already calling for him to announce he's not going to run again. Sure. Yeah. Well, and so he's going to have three years of a late well, that's why they're, once they do that. That's, yeah. That's why they're putting out these feelers, right? right? As right. to, well, okay, well, if he doesn't run, who does, right? Because because I think it's all like it's all smoke signals, you know, to him that hey, you know, we right. thanks but no thanks. Right. Uh, so all right, let's jump into a similar or a related topic uh, in talking about the Senate. As uh, you know, the news came out a couple weeks ago about the one and only Doctor Oz, and uh, no, we're not talking about the Wizard of Oz. We're talking about the uh, doctor, the celebrity doctor from television, uh, created by none other than Oprah. Um, who has uh, not only come out as a Republican uh, as of late, but he has also come out as a senatorial candidate. Now, uh, of course, as you might imagine, Hollywood, uh, where he is very beloved, has not taken to this very well. And so, um, you know, what amuses me is, is that uh, you, you, you see the machine after a while, if you follow enough of these campaigns, you, it's, it's almost predictable, you know, how they're going to kind of handle the spin and how they're going to handle this. And of course it's, you know, they're saying how like the view, for instance, is saying that, uh, he's changed. He's not the same person he was. And they like, say that about Trump too, since he had been a reality star and sure, they loved him. Right. right. Exactly. Okay. You know, it's like, so it's oh, the same playbook. Yeah. Okay. It's like, oh, he must be, you know, something must've happened, you know, because, you know, all of a sudden he's a Republican, and that's not the guy we know. That's right. not the guy we liked all these years. Uh, you know, again, somebody who's become a millionaire and a, and a celebrity doctor. Uh, As like, an immigrant. Yeah. His right. parents immigrated here. Right. right. And and that's what they fear most, right? right? Is is that he's going to have the celebrity, he's going to have the name ID, he's going to have the the money uh, to really make a, a great run, you know, right. at this. Um, now, I don't, I haven't seen any polls yet, but again, you know, when you're running with someone, at, and you know, he's no Trump in the sense that he's not going to have the controversies to follow him, you know, because Trump was a very polarizing figure before he got into politics. Right. Um, you even back then you either liked him or you didn't. Um, of course, you know, once he became a Republican, they started kind of digging around, you know, for all the dirt, you know, and right. I'm sure they'll probably do the same for Dr. Oz and right. see what kind of dirt they can dig up on him. I would not be surprised if all of a sudden you started to see maybe accusations of a bad workplace environment that maybe he treated people wrong or yelled at people and that sort of thing. Cause that's the sort of thing that starts to come out, you know, because it's easy for, to find, you know, two or three people you know, among the hundreds, if not thousands of people that have worked for him to come out and say those kind of things. Um, and uh, I don't know. I mean, some people are saying that, you know, like, is he really a Republican or is he just trying to capitalize on the momentum that we're seeing going into the midterms, you know, or, you know, so is he really a Democrat, you know, in, in sheep's clothing or, or is he, you know, being real here and, and, you know, and is he genuinely running as a Republican and, and going to, you know, follow most, if not all the, the Republican platform uh, as he makes his way to Congress? Well, I watched the interview you had with Hannity now earlier today actually mm -hmm. and uh I, I believe it's from the heart as an immigrant who has now succeeded and he actually loves the idea of freedom unlike a lot of the democrats that are in the offices now they want to fundamentally change the way we live yeah i, I think in his case it's actually a true that that he loves the nation he loves the freedom the liberty and the ability for someone to exceed 
in life. Yeah. Well, one of the, and go ahead, Anima. So what I was going to say is that, so they've been starting to conduct a polling and right now he's a 10 point lead among Republican other among Republicans seeking the Pennsylvania seat. So right. he's already up there. Yeah. Uh, his show, um, Dr. Oz officially goes off air uh, halfway through January because you, I don't think you can run mm. for the Senate and be on a national televised <clears throat> Emmy winning. I had no idea he won an Emmy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and that nine o'clock slot evidently or nine o'clock or 11 o'clock slot is widely contested around the I country. Think it's 11. Yeah. Yeah. So he is making a huge decision to lose a lot of money and be able to transition into that position. Well, cause I would think, let's say it doesn't go his way. Let's say something happens. He ends up not, not being able to make it to, to the Senate. Um, it's, it's a lot of, it, it's, a, it's going to be incredibly difficult for him to put that genie back in the bottle. Right. Um, and, and not have politics now kind of seep its way into what he was doing on television. Um, you know, that being said, again, I don't think anybody, who's ever watched him you know whether it was his show or when he would go on oprah and that sort of thing ever got any uh, in any kind of an idea of where he kind of stood politically he was, which a medic- I thought was, he was medical which yeah which is, i thought was yeah. pretty brilliant yeah uh, you don't him. want your medical person to be spewing yeah. uh, like politics while hey, he's you probably shouldn't know what part of your doctor is in i mean when, yeah right i mean if you're if you're getting a, a prostate exam you have no desire to know what the political <laughs> ramifications are with that that's a very tricky, <laughs> a tricky conversation to have i will say this uh he's already seen the 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 wrath of the media because they're no longer calling him doctor they're just saying oh, yeah. um uh, they're not they're not using the, his a title and so people are getting people are getting upset at that right, and right. They, again to now have him running for the senate i think it'll be the midterms it'll be interesting to see how close he goes with trump but no jill biden is still dr jill that's biden right, i right. mean oh, heaven yeah. forbid oh, that yeah. you not call dr jill biden dr jill biden right. because then you are uh, you know you're an anti-feminist you know you're 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 a misogynist you you're a hateful person if you don't call jill biden dr jill biden again i think it's it's a lot of it, it'll be very interesting because he's picking up a lot of endorsements yeah. in this in in pennsylvania and again this looks really good for 2024 in regards yeah. to you have a senator that just a republican senator in the state of pennsylvania well so now Democrat, you have the matrix to see yeah. if that can work for it well what, what i see democrats fearing most especially in the middle of a pandemic is actually someone who understands and knows the, the medical science right. and can speak on it uh, professionally um, and can go to Congress and not only speak on how we should be handling this pandemic, but also how do we handle things like Obamacare? How do we handle things like providing uh, insurance, you know, for more Americans um, and in the different problems that are, are happening in our medical system. Well, how did that work out for Rand Paul? So, yeah, <laughs> So well, and that's the thing, you know, they try to discredit him. Right, oh, exactly. well, he was, they went after what is he, him, yeah. an ophthalmologist or, yeah. or he's, uh, you know, or they, 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 they've tried yeah, everything. Ice. Yeah, or they've ben tried Carson, everything under the books. You know. Right, to Ben Carson. Right. And I they mean, go after him, right. I mean, we're talking, Ben Carson specifically, you know, one of the most brilliant, respected surgeons uh, maybe in history. Right. Right. Um, is in history books for some of the works that he's done. And they've reduced him to a cartoon character. Oh, yeah, because he's a black Republican. Yeah. The, the, the the bigotry that comes out of the the progressive left because someone is not fitting the motif that you expect when it comes to that so like an, a hispanic or a black uh, african-american or, or a black american mm-hmm. 
if they even speak the words, and we'll talk about this later when it comes to Charlemagne the God, the moment you get called a Republican as a minority, it's almost like a, a, a Charlotte letter. And it's it's so disgusting to see how bad it is. And this new generation is really starting to push back on that, which I'm yep. very happy for. Because I remember being, again, there are large parts of the country that are minorities and they're Republican. And you'd be yep. surprised how many of these people are trying to show up and vote. Well, again, as, as his campaign continues it's going to be really really fascinating to see how he responds because you know they're going to grill him about uh about coronavirus right especially right now where that we're seeing a surge in, in omicron you know cases uh new york is already in a panic um did you hear how, what happened today mm. so to get a covid rapid test people were waiting up to two hours in harlem in yeah, the rain right. to get a test and it's supposed to take a few hours to get the result it's taking 60 hours to get the result this is ridiculous yeah the wife and i like a week ago we were we went to a, a center here in tampa to get a test and we got the we got the response in less than an hour wow and this is i'm like i'm thinking to myself what is going on? Yeah. They had more money than God, honestly, right. to get things done. And, and you're two ships. And two ships. <laughs> and you're telling me that New in New York City, now it's just embarrassing. This yeah. is annoying. Don't get me wrong. I <laughs> I can't stand that state's like government politics and everything else. But it's New York City. You have yeah. <laughs> everyone knows New York and for some odd reason Miami and Disney World, Disneyland. Yeah. So it, it's annoying to see that. And again, I'm gonna <laughs> as a Floridian, I don't even know if I want to travel to New York in the next few months, which I, I, I was planning to, because I don't, not to say I, I'm afraid of getting the virus, I'm afraid of dealing with the bullshit. Oh yeah, well I mean, with. they literally arrested, I think four people in New York City, a video and all, I mean, in in, 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 in plain sight, um, they arrested four people for eating unvaccinated at an Applebee's. Oh. So I mean, when you're waiting in line in the cold and the rain, yeah. if you don't have COVID, you at least have the flu. Yeah, literally, the they literally brought the paddy wagon and <laughs> oh, handcuffed them and and, and and for just for having dinner unvaccinated. What is wrong Applebee's. with people? Did what they let them wrong? finish eating? <laughs> it's I hope so because that jail yeah. food is not it's Applebee's. I is do they have a different Applebee's than we do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, and again, now they're expecting kids, you know, five to eleven, to be to be vaccinated. Vaccinated, even though we're starting to see more and more cases come out about uh, cardiac complications, you right. know, among As children younger, after the yeah. vaccine, and uh, you know, so uh, it's going to only push. You know, not, you know, we were talking about this last night uh, with a friend of mine that it's only going to push more and more people out of these blue states into the red states right. because they are not going to tolerate this level of, you know, for years, right? They called Trump the fascist. Right. You know, now we see who the true fascists are. Oh, completely. Oh, yes. They're all about inclusion until you disagree with them. That's mm -hmm. right. And now they shun you. They cancel mm -hmm. you. And well, and, and, and the, the juxtaposition or, you know, that that new york is in is that these commercial real estate uh industry is in a panic right. because these companies are they're leaving yeah. oh yeah they're leaving or they're they're, they're pushing up. more of their employees mm -hmm. remote right um they're not renewing leases um and so they're trying to send people back to work while at the same time impl implementing more mandates right. you know and lockdowns at the same time it makes no sense there's no logic to anything that they're doing right now in, in new york city just like the healthcare workers recently that if you don't get the shot now you lose your job yeah. it's like weren't we just holding them up in praise not even a year ago for being the front line defense right 
And yet they just fired a whole ton yeah. of them. So and, they, and they actually wrote it in that if you get fired because of that, you're not entitled to any unemployment benefits. Yeah, right. that's, that got challenged into the... In, oh, my that, God. Again, it's, it's so disgusting how much they talk about peace, they talk yeah. about unification, they talk about all tyranny. this. And they are literally... Yeah. They're literally terrorists when it yeah, comes Polk to democracy. County, Polk County just had a swearing-in ceremony for police officers from New York mm -hmm. City into the uh, Polk County Police uh, Sheriff's Office. It's going to get worse. Um, it's the way – because this is what happens. Democrats are finding themselves in a position that they don't know how to get out of. Right. So what they, what do you do? You double down. Mm -hmm. You double down. You, you let Fauci get up there and say, oh, we might have to wear masks for on planes for the rest of our lives. Are yeah. you serious? After – there's a Senate hearing with engineers and the and the and the airplane industry and talking about the air that's in the planes are is cleaner than ever before. Oh, yeah, because right. it's all run through. It's run through you know, and it's, tons it's, of filters. It's run through like twenty times a minute or something. Right. It's something ridiculous. And you're like, and we've done this for that reason. Yeah. And then you have senators. Well, are you saying that we shouldn't be? You saying we shouldn't wear masks? And the engineers like, yes, it's cleaner than an ER. Like, yeah. what do you want us to do? Right. Yeah. And I'm like, and and again, the stupidity of Democrats. They just want to continue pushing because they want control. Yeah. It's like it's like a kid that has a vest. That's a hall monitor and has taken above and beyond when it comes to yeah. their authority. Well, because they want to say that, hey, we did something. Yes. Right. You At know, least we tried. You, right. Yeah. yeah, exactly. At least we tried. Yeah. Well, 20 and, months overdue. And, and as far as the masks, what, what I really never understood, remember when they came out with, they were offering diagrams of how to make a mask? Yeah. But there was no standard what to make it out of. <laughs> oh, right. It could have been a pillowcase or it could have <laughs> right, been a right, glad right, right. bag. Yeah. You know, but there was just no standard involved. Right. Have you had one of the little hospital ones? Yeah. I, Get yeah, people crocheting yeah. masks, right? You know, so you know, bringing up this topic, someone was uh, removed from either a Southwest or Delta air flight because he was wearing a red thong as a mask, and nice. technically, it met the standards of what a mm. mask is required to in, in the airplane. Sure, but yeah, he was still removed because it was inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for watching. Uh, this is The Yard Sign, the most important relevant podcast in Florida politics. Johnny Torres here with an evil David Cabrera and our guest tonight, Chase Harrison, candidate for District 7 here in Hillsborough County for the Board of County Commissioners. Um, we're having a great conversation so far after our first two topics. Don't forget to uh, check out Chase Harrison's website at votechaseharrison.com and help in any way you can to uh, uh, get Hillsborough County back in the right direction. Um, you know, possibly my favorite viral moment uh, that came out of this week. Um, it has got to be what happened with Kamala Harris and Charlemagne the God. Absolutely. Um, uh, before we get on the topic, though, I do want to remind you, uh, while you got a second, go ahead and subscribe to the audio version of our podcast. Uh, you can do that very easily at any of the tech overlords at Google, Apple, Spotify, Audible, Amazon, iHeartRadio, Odyssey, and now the Samsung podcast platform. So we appreciate you uh, for doing so, getting great numbers on uh, on on the audio version of our podcast because you can take it with you anywhere you go. Um, but Kamal Harris not <laughs> not only gets cornered, but then she gets embarrassed by Charlemagne the God, and uh, and again he's somebody. Uh, if you're if you're not familiar with him, just you just search him on YouTube. Because Phenomenal he is interview. not well, he is just not intimidated of by anyone. He doesn't care. He you doesn't know, care. yeah, he he literally is going to ask you the very question that you don't want him to ask you, um, and and he's and and I didn't even know until just before this happened. I didn't even know that he had 
been given a show on Comedy Central, which now I got to start watching because he's starting to make, well, he's starting to make a lot of news. You know, and Comedy Central, of course, had Jon Stewart for so long that, I mean, he was making every new news every week, you know, based on the things that he was saying politically, right. you know, and now we're starting to finally see that come out for, out of this program because The Daily Show is just a waste of time these days. So, yeah. So the show is called uh, The T. H A the God's honest truth, right? With Charlemagne. The there God. we go. And so I think it's a, I think it's a, a great play on words, and the the whole motif is pretty interesting. I was able to see a few episodes. I am shocked, shocked. I tell you that they, <laughs> that her team allowed her one to be on yeah. an interview situation like this after the 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 show at the on the View with like them figuring out oh half the group yeah. has COVID oh blah blah like what, what but they should on? have known I mean this is the they same knew. guy this is the she same got in guy last time remember well, well this was the same guy that asked uh, Elizabeth Warren about her Native American ancestry I mean he really is not afraid to you know I mean he doesn't care about politics right. in in that sense like well, he's not comedy central you know, they shouldn't be surprised yeah but he's know. not you know he's not you know loyal to any particular party he wants to get to the questions right. that people actually have right and so you know if you haven't seen the video yet she basically corner he basically cornered her and says who's running this country right which Joe? Joe. <laughs> yeah, which Joe is running this country? Joe yeah. Manchin or Joe Biden? And do then, have, do we have the video of this that's available? Okay, all right. I we're would, try yeah, to let's let's see if we can do see this. If we can run this. <laughs> try trying something a little new here. Here we go. Do we need? Okay, it's a gift. Oh, here we go. Trying to fake technical issue. <laughs> she fakes things. Yeah, well, the, you know, the, as far as the, well, right here in the beginning, and I think that we'll, we'll hit kind of play on this video here in a second, is that they tried to stop the interview. Oh. Because they knew that this was not going to end well. No. And uh, her press assistant, because her press secretary actually quit. Um, oh, that's right. She's about to quit. <clears throat> or she, had, yeah. she gave her two weeks notice. Oh, okay, got it. And she's there we now go. In All right, it's running. Do you have the audio, Lindsay? Because we can't. If you can hear it, it's fine. Okay. okay. So just let us when we let us know when can we you can stop ban mansplaining. <laughs> oh, you have to watch the hands. It's phenomenal. I'm looking at her, looking for help <laughs> off to the side. You know she can hear me. I'm saying that there's no sound. Well, you can read it. Yeah. And it, and and so in in this. Oh, here it is. Here it is. Watch it. No, 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 <laughs> no. You listen to me. No. <laughs> yeah. At least she wasn't. No. At least she wasn't cackling. Well, oh, I, right. The, the yeah. one time no, that she I'm, does is shocked. It was bad. It was so bad. At least on yeah. Comedy Central would have been yeah. acceptable. That's yeah. right. Yeah, it might have been appropriate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, what 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 cracked me up was her She's first defense. Of some kind. Well, you know, and, and to what you were saying earlier, Nebel, is is that she to to her, 
the biggest, the, the, the hardest insult she could throw at him in that moment without being oh, undiplomatic yeah. was oh. that, yeah, oh, oh, don't, don't, don't sound like a Republican. You know, <laughs> I which, was heated. Yeah. <laughs> which honestly, I think anybody who knows, you know, anybody who listens to, to him on any of his shows and, and all the projects he's done, they know he's, he's far from he's being a care. Republican. Right. Yeah. Um, and, but he wants the truth. Yeah, That's and I, but in. but it's that sort of thing that I think you know four years ago even you know eight years ago definitely I think that that would have hit a lot harder, yeah. and I think that that when she threw that out there like that and the fact that he didn't even flinch he didn't even oh no he, he didn't, didn't step he, back. he didn't even acknowledge it right. you know I think that it, it again. We're seeing the numbers. We're seeing the numbers turn in the Hispanic community. We're seeing right. the numbers turn in the black community and other minority groups, you know, towards the Republican Party. And I think the more you 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 kind of use that against people that have a differing thought or opinion, I think the more they're going to be like, hmm, well, maybe I should check this out. Maybe I should check and see what these what, what this other group is about. Right. You know, because they've been lied to. And again, if you don't fall in line. You know they're going to call you out, and they're going to, and or they'll, or or they'll disassociate from you. You know if you don't fall in line, and 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 he is the wrong person to do that with. I think that people forget. So like we do this podcast once a once a week, and so we're, yeah. we we are able to talk. We we can we can form conversations, and we can pull it out. With him, he's been doing the Breakfast Club since 2010, four hours a day, yep. five days a week. Yeah, this man, they know what they're doing, mm -hmm. and for him to it literally say because they're trying to pull her off, saying that and a oh, radio morning show, oh, yeah. which is, is very live, different from live, a TV live. show, right? Exactly, <laughs> it's unscripted. It is, it, you know, it, it it is. I mean, you're literally building the plane as it as yes. it's flying, uh, <laughs> as I say to the Air Force veteran, um, yeah, but. Uh, Again, he was he was the wrong person for her to to snap back like that. At. And he's had her on the Breakfast Club before, and they've had the spat a little bit of a spat before. Yeah. So and her, again, the fact the fact that she did not cackle means that either she was trying to be tough on purpose, which just, just makes her look weak, or she was she was really shocked about what she couldn't get pulled out of the of the of the interview. Well, she got Fast super enough. defensive. She I got mean, very, you know, defensive. and again, to being defensive, I mean, obviously, just never looks good, no matter who, you know who's no, doing it. I. I am the vice president. <laughs> Joe, Joe Biden is the president. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, yes, we we get it. You could have easily just like spun it and said, oh, okay, we understand what you're saying, but well, we, what's crazy is, is that you know, in the underground, in the kind of the the, the 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 just beneath your mainstream kind of talent, you know, you have progressives and Democrats out there that call Joe Biden Jim Crow Joe. Oh, absolutely. Like they fully mm -hmm. acknowledge yeah. his past, and in right. the, and like in the, the crime bill when Bill Clinton was the president, oh he yeah, was the one that pressed it. And they and and again, the people in the black community have not forgotten about right. that. Kamal has thrown more black men into <laughs> prison right. in California than probably anyone else over yeah. marijuana right? exactly i mean these are the things that people that you you start talking to democrats about especially on campuses when they do that whole like well would you recommend this this and they're like oh yeah trump definitely said no your vice president did it yeah come on like really like yes you have no idea yeah. i love you're literally watching charlemagne get red pilled immediately he's not gonna become republican he's no. not gonna become conservative and i don't expect that from someone that right. grew up in new york and i think new york or philadelphia but um i don't expect him but yeah. i do expect him to be on honest brutally honest like look politics 
is is a horrible thing. But that was the thing about John Stewart, right? It was like even though you knew he was a Democrat, even though you, you knew he, you know, he put he he swung he, he, he swam that way. Mm-hmm. You know, he he was always brutally honest, right? He was never afraid to really put the truth out there or to ask the hard questions of the people that came onto his show. And and I think that's obviously what what lacked you know from his departure you know and i think you know charlamagne may be the guy to bring it back i mean but you know it it, there are not a lot of people that have that big of a platform that he does and are willing to go down that path and be as aggressively in, in their interview look Fox News doesn't even get that aggressive with their with their you know with their questioning because even when the Democrats go onto Fox News, they know what questions they're going to sure. get. They know what's going to be asked of them, and there are boundaries that right. they stay within still. And they you know, know their audience is already on their side anyway. Yeah, yeah. You know, where he has the the opportunity to venture on the other side like that. And I and I wonder if maybe either that question was not pre-approved, you know, because <laughs> oftentimes when there, you know once you start. Uh, interviewing, you know, people in Congress, senators, you know, and right. and, and up, you have to provide these questions mm-hmm. in advance, sure, sure. Um, you know, especially if you don't have the clout of a major news network. Right. Um, and so I'm wondering if he he curveballed them with this one. I he probably the, his office probably gave her office ten questions yeah. that he might ask, and probably didn't ask one of them. And sure. that's because again, he's been doing radio, and a lot of people watched his stuff. Yeah, that it's just it's off the cuff. It's it's what people want to know. It's again, it's what the community the the community the culture wants to know yeah. he, no matter how much you like or dislike him he has the pulse yep. of the culture right. you're, if you're on radio for 10 4 hours a day you know what's going on in the world yeah. and especially with the hip hop community and the black uh, african american community and to see him jab that way and for her to respond that way right. it looks horrible and again this is proves even more of a point that she probably is really feeling the pressure yeah. of either doing something or defending the White House. But at this point, if you're working in the White House, especially in the communications department, how do you not take these two and basically just lock them in a bunker? You know, because, and I'm sure they would love to do that, obviously. Just like where he ran from. Yeah, Yeah, exactly, the way he ran his campaign. Um, Because it just seems like every time that Joe Biden or Kamala Harris get on TV, or radio that it's just blunder city right. you just know it's not going to end well regardless of the, of the outlet right. especially um, when he makes statements of they don't want me to answer any questions who is that you know i mean he acts like he's under uh, you know under sequestration I, he under I duress i still yeah. love end of speech like and the message yeah, the last yeah. part of it and the message yeah the end all right um but uh i can't wait to keep watching that and that that is going to come back to haunt her for sure in uh when it comes time to 2024 real quick 20 oh i saw it i knew it was coming that's why i said more of it producer um so uh, evidently hillary clinton is really thinking about jumping into the 2024 race which i think is phenomenal well hold on you saw she but remember wait hold on because if you remember (laughs) wait there's more yeah charlemagne the god was the one who asked no i'm sorry it wasn't charlemagne the god it was the breakfast club was the breakfast which he was on but it was on that show that they asked her is like oh what do you have in your bag oh and she goes she claimed that she carried hot sauce in her was it her or was it at that no it was it was a girl one of the other co-hosts because there's like four or five people on that show but it was on that show on the breakfast club where they asked her you know you know so what do you carry with you you know what's in your bag and she goes oh i got hot sauce in my bag which was at the time it was a it was like a popular saying right but that again like 
unless she was coached, she would never know to say that. Yeah, she's not in you that know, time frame. Right, and so of course, right out of the gate, they knew it was she was she, coached, and it was in a completely absurd answer. Or she knew that they were going to ask that question. Yeah, of course, it was totally set up, and and she looked. I mean, it was kind of like her Dukakis moment, right? Riding around on the with table. I, and, I, yeah. I roll with hot sauce. That's what she said. Yeah, right. <laughs> Hillary Clinton, really. Mike, we all, all right. know that all the medication that she's on, she cannot deal with that indigestion. <laughs> all right. Thank you, everybody, for watching The Yard Sign. Uh, Nebel David Cabrera, Chase Harrison, joining us, candidate for District 7 here in Hillsborough County for the Board of County Commissioners. Um, we are having a lot of fun with tonight's topics. Again, uh, we'll not be postponing. Uh, we'll be, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll be on vacation next week uh, celebrating the holidays uh, as, uh, you know, again, we'll be kind of on the tail end of Christmas and uh, looking forward to the new year. And so uh, come uh, 2022. Don't say it. Sounds so weird. Um, It still seems like the future to me. Like it doesn't. Well, it is the future. (laughs) Hey, oh. (laughs) It just doesn't seem like we live. It's weird to me that we live in 2022. I'm going to send you the. There was a a, a list of the 50 things, or like 50 things, or no, 10 things that we did not do less than 50 years ago. And it's like just thinking about that, like, oh my God. Like you really think about it, like, wow. And now I can understand where, like, our grandparents, yeah. and during your time, saw <laughs> the transition. Wow. Oh, I had you to. hope you look this good at my age. <laughs> That's right. The transition from uh, um, steam engines to, like, jets. And, oh, like, right. that kind of dramaticness. Sure. And now you're like, well, 50 years ago, people had to get milk delivered to their houses. Yeah. And now I can get I can get anything from Amazon. And probably the next few years, a drone will send it to me. Oh, yeah. So it's it's that craziness of how mm-hmm. quickly things are moving. No, I, it's, I apologize. Oh, no, <laughs> no, it's unbelievable that, again, I mean, especially with this device that we carry around with us, you know, that, you know, just think about how much our mobile phones can do. Yeah. Uh, and it's absolutely remarkable that we live in an era where, that, where that's possible, you know, and especially me, you know, I was a Dick Tracy fan. So I love the fact that, ah, you know, I can now call people on my watch, you know, and, uh, uh, you know, and that's something I never thought would actually come to fruition. Right. And yet here we are. Um, but uh Let's go ahead and get into tonight's final topic, uh, which uh, is is a fun one. And uh, you know, uh, again, I'm a huge Elon Musk fan. Um, still, though, very unhappily waiting for my Cybertruck, um, <laughs> as uh, we've been told, it's probably going to be another two years before we actually see them. Um, but the upside is is that they're going to be coming out of the Gigafactory in Austin, in Texas, Austin Texas, which I'm uh, really excited about. It might it might actually be. The only reason that I would actually go to Texas, you know, uh, without a paycheck attached like, to it. You don't it. like Texas? I mean, I went for work. I mean, but I, I, yeah. there's, I, it's like, what it, what draws someone to Texas? I've I mean, ne- the, the, <sighs> no state income tax. I mean, San Antonio. Nothing. No, but, but yeah, I mean, but like, we have that here. But we I mean, like, tourism-wise. Like, so, uh, I've heard I hear, San Antonio's I hear, nice. I hear I mean, Austin is nice. There's a river running through the I've been city. A, I've been to Austin. It's all right. It's okay. It's all right. I mean, it's a lot of food trucks. They were early on the food truck thing. It's all right. Like that's exactly so. Like we're in Florida. Yeah. We have the beaches. We have Disney World. Like right. what? What else do we want? I don't know what well, else. Well, and like everything's oh, brown in everything, Texas. Everything's bigger in Texas. Okay, I'll go to the Denny's. <laughs> I don't understand what you want me to do. Yeah, <laughs> but um, I don't. But, but cowboy yeah. hats don't look good on me. So like I right there. It's it oh, speak bad. for yourself. Well, also everyone. <laughs> <laughs> you also wear a scarf, so I, I don't know, think those two would go together. I don't. 
You know, I, I'll have that conversation. Also, in <laughs> Texas, I would assume I'll get kidnapped by like a, a cartel and be working for like a mine. I don't have no idea. It's it's Texas. <laughs> Anything is everything happens in Texas. Now, look, I, I worked in Fort Worth for about a year and I loved it. It was beautiful. Almost moved there, uh, but didn't. And uh, you know, I mean, again, uh, nothing really was like, man, I really now. Colorado, on the other hand, is a gorgeous state. I would, I would, you know, that's definitely a place that I would love to go to. Um, you know, um, Oregon is beautiful. I mean, Oregon's you know, but beautiful. that's what I'm saying. Well, like, there's nothing. Texas has everything when it comes to landscaping. You have deserts and forests and yeah. the Gulf of Mexico. See, I only saw the brown parts. I don't want desert. I don't want desert. I only saw the brown parts. I know. I'm just saying something forever. Cows. Okay, yeah. you have cows. We have palm trees. Cows and land. I don't understand yeah. what else. We have right. cows here. We Not to the number of those in Texas. <laughs> You know where I want to go to? Yellowstone. And the only reason why is because of the TV show. Oh, gosh. Yeah, you and everybody else. I, I'm loving it. I don't know why. Speaking of which, I'm going to be going to Georgia <laughs> here uh, after Christmas, and I'm going to try to stop by the, the set of The Walking Dead. So uh -huh. we, uh, Lauren and I only go to one place in Georgia, and that's Jekyll Island. So, Huh, excuse me. Eh, it's a thing. <laughs> okay, I'll take your word for it. So Elon Musk, uh, as always, uh, you know, loves being on Twitter and uh, loves trolling uh, those who uh, don't fall in line with uh, his uh, view and uh, for the future and for the world and for his company and whatnot. And he's certainly not one to hold back, as uh, seems to be the theme in tonight's show <laughs> <laughs> between Mansion, Charlemagne the God, Doctor. You know, I think there's a thread there uh, that that you know we're, we're just figuring out, but. Um, Elon Musk pushing back on Elizabeth Warren, yeah, and even you know subliminally on AOC and some of these other progressives who have been calling him out publicly for not paying his fair share in taxes. Uh, well, he uh, recently put out that. Uh, well, first of all, let's take a look at what's on the screen, which is the original tweet. Elizabeth Warren says, "Let's change the rig tax code. The person of the year will actually pay taxes and stop." Um, Oh, so the person of the year will actually pay taxes and stop freeloading off of everyone else. You know, this is this is that's a pretty bold. This statement. is the hand a that bold statement. This is the hand that that was feeding you. Now yeah. coming back to bite you because I mean, look, I mean, Tesla is what it is. It was heavily subsidized initially. Right. Now that has paid off in dividends, right? Because he has pushed not only an entire new industry, but he is he has disrupted, mm -hmm. you know, manufacturing in in and restarted manufacturing mm -hmm. in the United States, which is something that we had also lost quite a bit of. Um, but then you also talk about what he's doing with battery technology, what he's doing with rockets uh, with spacex i mean it's unbelievable so in that situation i would say money well spent right um uh because what he's probably saved nasa in terms of money has oh, probably yes. been multiple oh, yes. times over whatever he got in in federal funding uh at the start of tesla so they've already so evidently something leaked about what he will be paying he will be paying 11 billion dollars right. in taxes which is more than anyone on the planet yeah <laughs> ever right <laughs> You know, and that's still not enough to satisfy. But it goes her. Oh, back. It will never be enough to satisfy. That it one. goes back to again Talk to her husband. It goes back to you know the 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 kind of narrative that Republicans have have kind of been going by all the time is is that you know again the top one percent, top ten percent, right. the top ten percent pay ninety percent of the taxes in this country. Perfect example. Yeah, are there loopholes that we should close and maybe you know and and, and really revise? I mean, we should take the tax code and just honestly just throw it whoa, out the window. Whoa, whoa, whoa! I'm a well, I'm whoa. a flat. Taxer, I am. Whoa. I'm a flat taxer. Like a flat earther? 
No, <laughs> not the same thing. Definitely not the same thing. And much more realistic. Uh, um, but I have no comment when it comes to our tax policies and our tax infrastructure. And you guys can do whatever you want the IRS. <laughs> Please don't. I'd abolish it. That's what I'd do. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. No, I wouldn't. I always love when, they, when the presidential primaries come around and they all want to abolish the IRS. <sighs> it's such a sweet talk. Except the point. guy that's there now, he wants to hire 190,000 oh, more. Oh, yeah. Right? I of mean, course. he's basically building an army. He's yeah. building the IRS into yeah. an army. The $600 um, limit. Yeah. <laughs> so, so from the tweet that was just on the screen, the response, you know, uh, a little bit after that was that, you know, uh, he is going to be paying, I think at the beginning of the year, he's, he is going to be paying about $11 billion in taxes, which the Democrats, I'm sure, are just frothing at the mouth to spend, uh, which actually it's already been spent. I mean, who are we kidding? It's horrible. I think yeah. I think what they're doing, trying to villainize him again. And so I was I watched one of the shows today and they were like, they did the pro and cons and everything else. And they're talking about how that they don't feel that he should be focusing on on space he should be focusing on the earth and again whatever he does people are going to be upset or mad half the internet loves him half the internet hates him and so there's no good point about it but he's times man of the year for being yeah. one for being the richest man in the world right now but also probably being one of the most influential and and world yeah. changing when well, it comes to battery technology but as we've seen in, in previous years with time magazine's person of the year it's not the most likable person. True. It's not, hey, who who do we love this year? It's 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 who's the most controversial or who is the most influential or who is the most you know, and again, I, I don't know of anybody that I could put up there with Elon Musk who has had more of an impact globally than he has with the cars with SpaceX, with the technology that he's developed, and with, with all the other projects that he has. I mean, the Boring Company, you know, and what he's doing there in terms of trying to create alternative, you know, transport uh, solutions, transportation solutions. He's the definition of a renaissance man. And he's right. our, he's like our, not Michelangelo, but our... No, he's like our Thomas Edison yeah. or our, Fra our Benjamin Franklin. You know, the I mean, inventions he will out, be yeah. one of the, yeah, he will go down as one of the greatest inventors of all time. Now, you know, people want to try to put him down there like, well, he bought Tesla. He didn't actually, you know, he didn't actually invent the technology and this and that. But I mean, you have one conversation with that guy and he knows exactly what's happening, right. you know, at every level Correct. of that company. And it's not just that company. He's got like, I think it's like something like half a dozen companies. That's the beauty of it. He's a great manager besides being an inventor. He's yeah. a great manager. And again, people like him, don't like him, that he doesn't want to unionize. Yeah. He forces his people to work. It is, it is what it is. Well, right now, think about, you know, what's happening at John Deere. Look at what's happening at Kellogg's. Okay, look at what's happening at Starbucks. You know, they're having these huge revolts among mm -hmm. their their workforce. Amazon, um, and you know, because they're trying to unionize or improve whatever their current situation is. Guess where they're not trying to do that at Tesla. Correct. You know, because like he said famously, the last time that they tried to corner him on his financial earnings, um, you know, was that guess what? My all my employees have have um, have stock. In the company. In the right, company. Right. Mm -hmm. So yeah, skin in the game. Yeah. It needs to succeed in their wheel. You they have some off. of the so you have some of the highest paid people maybe in the country working on those uh, on those manufacturing lines. Right. Um, you know, because they've probably become, you know, eventual millionaires, you know, just based on the company stock options that sure. they've sure. that they've acquired by being an employee at Tesla. And the media keeps on attacking him for the stupidest reasons. I remember listening to in uh, he was giving an interview with a bunch of reporters and they're attacking him for not uh, employing more people of diversity and he's like look if you're working in 
the industry that we're working in when it comes to rocket technology, you can't just employ anyone from the street or from any country. Right. It has to be Americans that are like, it is a huge vetting process. So it's not, you can't yeah. just get people from anywhere in the world. And he's like, I can't ship this stuff around the world to be built. It has to be built here. Yeah. It, ha it cannot be built anywhere else. Well, and that's where he's, he's, he's starting to cause a little bit of a problem, you know, because he is starting to build relationships with China. He's building a factory in China. China's going to do what China's going to do. And they're going to take half of that company and they're going to try to take all that technology. Oh yeah. Um, we, and, and he knows this. He's, yeah. he's done interviews saying that he's not ignorant in the fact of what's happening, but mm -hmm. he's not also ignorant in the fact that he's going to sell half of his cars to China. I right. mean, that's just the bottom line. Yeah. And again, and a lot of it's in Europe. A lot of it's happened. A lot of that. It's a matter of how much of your technology are you willing to relinquish? You yeah. know, how much of your IP are you willing and he's okay, to? And he's okay with it. He's done a lot know. of open source. Yeah. So it's not, and he understands, it's not the fact that people don't want the technology or that he wants to keep it as himself. Mm -hmm. He'll open it. Odds are they won't be able to implement. China has done a great job taking technology and not being able to implement it. Right. What's up? You have entire buildings falling apart yeah. in infrastructure because they decided to, to, change the compensation of cement yeah. and you're like to make an extra buck for the uh, for corruption and everything's falling apart and you're like oh china's building these beautiful cities yeah, yeah that's not going to last more than 50 years yeah and technology right. is definitely not their strong suit i mean they're not the japanese i mean because to their credit the japanese build amazing technology and uh and you know and again you know in the 70s when they started you know bringing in the japanese cars i mean it was just they were better they were they were smarter they were they were cheaper. more fuel efficient yeah. they were cheaper yeah and that's the difference between the and again we're going we're running into economics but that's the difference between the japanese invasion into the us mm -hmm. and the china implementation implementation in entering into our market is okay. that we wanted to be better yeah. we wanted to implement we want to implement a lot of things that the japanese were doing when it comes to building and infrastructure and the systems no one wants that from the chinese no one right. wants any of that that kind of uh, uh that kind of infrastructure that the chinese are building they can't even do the the, the high speed correctly because it's so in it's so in it's built horribly i would love to see the number of of money of capital that is generated by by all of his companies combined here in the United States mm -hmm. because again you're talking about Tesla you know and all their facilities now throughout the you know both California and the Southwest because I think he's got a he's got a, a, a gigafactory in Nevada I think mm -hmm. it's a battery factory um, he's also got the gigafactory he's building in Texas he's got SpaceX which also based out of California and Florida and and the billions of dollars that he is generating you know for this country and and the and the thousands of people that he's employing and again like he made space relevant again right um you and know people are upset about that especially um, the american space program yeah. Um, you know, and, and what I also admire about him is that he's not Bezos and Richard Branson who are out there just looking to joyride out, you know, above the atmosphere, because right. that's really what they're doing. They're not doing anything productive. Tourism, right. Blue Origin is doing some satellite work or whatever, but it's nothing to the level of what SpaceX is doing. You don't see Elon chomping at the bit to get onto a rocket. No. Okay. That was so weird because someone asked him, like, why haven't you been out of space? Because he's like, I don't need to go to space. Yeah. I need to be running things here. I'm not yeah. focused on I'm that. I'm not an astronaut. I'm, yeah. Yeah, that's, and that made so much well, sense. Well, and, it, and again, it shows you the difference between Elon and Bezos and a Richard Branson. Those guys mm -hmm. are the money mm -hmm. and the face of those companies. Mm -hmm. Elon is also the brains. Right. Again, he understands this technology. He understands what is being built by the people that, that he employs. He understands the, 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 
the failures and and the successes of the company and and the technology that it takes and the science that it takes i mean the guy is incredibly brilliant um and whereas again bezos is just a phenomenal business guy mm-hmm. you know he's a guy that just kind of fi- figured out the formula you know and richard branson is just he's a, he's, a, he's a celebrity like he's a celebrity a, entrepreneur like celebrity entrepreneur yeah. right i mean it's like okay great he built like a great record company and then record stores and now cruise lines and you know he's just a serial entrepreneur that you know probably loves himself more than he loves his own companies i mean he's just he loves the spotlight you know and so they're not even on the same playing field i don't think they're i mean i mean i think elon's the nfl and and i think bezos is playing college football and and, in branson's you know probably playing uh arena football in my opinion you're being very nice in the the examples (laughs) i would have thrown something a lot different as an example um i will say this i think Elon Musk is heading, will probably be the first uh, person that's worth over a trillion dollars. And the reason yeah. why I think that is because his industries that he's moving, transportation, energy, and soon mining, because what you're in space, if, or if an asteroid just happens to pass by, you're grabbing that sucker and you're moving it to like low orbit yeah. on the moon and then just figuring out mining. And these are the things that people need to start understanding that this is the world we're, we're moving into mm-hmm. because Earth is already, I mean, you can say it's overpopulated and whatever, the population is actually decreasing by 20, 2050. But our next step is that the American, and I hate when people say we shouldn't go to space because, oh, we're wasting money, we should be doing things here. That's probably what people said when we were trying to send ships over to go to the New World. Right. Or when the colonies started moving west. Oh, yeah. It is our destiny as Americans to shoot to the stars. Well, and not that's going to that, be it, that's going to be it. The research that's being done in space and that eventually will hopefully, you you know happen on the moon and and beyond i mean all those are all that research and knowledge is going to help us get a better understanding of, of our planet as well uh, i mean again this planet came about because of other planets right and and material that was out in space and you know and 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 so the more that we understand space and our solar system and uh you know and what what created this earth you know i think the better understanding we're we're going to have as to hopefully how to you know unravel some of the damage that we've done you know because there's no denying it regardless of where you stand on on climate change um you know again in my opinion this climate change has always been happening I mean, right. again, the Earth has constantly been evolving since its inception. Or we would not have had several ice ages. Exactly. You know, it cools you know, and heats up. And yeah. so, you know, but have we damaged the Earth to an extent? Absolutely. I think that, you know, and we're, you know, Florida's a good example. We're starting to undo some of the damages that we've done, you know, especially like, well, you know, what we did to the Everglades, you know, under the Eisenhower administration right. and things like that. We're starting to realize the impact of those kind of projects, you know, but it takes time. You know, and it takes technology. It takes finding alternative solutions. The problem right now is, is that we don't have the solutions to fix some of the problems that we have. Technology will fix pollution. Technology yeah. will fix a lot of the a lot of the 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 supply chain issues. A lot of the the raw material issues. We have to start thinking bigger. Because again, if it. It's one or two things. We're either the only ones or we're one of uh, millions of other species. I mean, remember, you know, remember about 20 years ago when everybody was worried that the ozone layer was going to be depleted and how we were all going to, you know, have to start wearing, you know, you know, hazmat suits because, you know, we were going to be radiated by the lack of an ozone layer and all that. I mean, either we figured it out or it fixed itself or something, right? Well, the fluorocarbons. Yes. That's when they started uh, making the the spray cans and things with different 
But that's kind of one of those things where, okay, that might have been one element of this, but really was was my hairspray really, you know, causing, you know, a global uh, crisis, you know, in terms of the environment? Well, I, I think I mean, as a country, we have certainly set a standard for our reduction right. in those oh, poisonous activities. Correct. Yeah. You know, but we got to get the rest of the world involved. If we're doing 70%... And other ones are not reducing at all. What's, yeah. it's not well, again, what's China doing? What's India nothing, doing? Nothing. nothing. Making money. That's yeah. all they're doing. And, that's, and I think that's the larger conversation is that I get us wanting to be less polluting, yeah. uh, better. Everyone wants clean air, clean water, and, and nutritious food. Yeah. And I'm, I'm more than willing to do what needs to get done for us to get to that point. Mm-hmm. But you making it to such a hyperbolic situation and calling me an earth murderer because I believe in eating red meat when yeah. you wanting to eat your tofu is doing just as much damage to the earth that mm-hmm. people don't understand like it's right. not yes okay you're a vegetarian that's great you're still killing what needs to happen when it comes to when it comes to your food well so, it's it's the you know the paper bag or the plastic bag situation it's like right. okay yeah the plastic was doing harm to our environment but what do you think the paper bag is doing you know it's like it's where's that coming from right yeah i mean yeah so the those environmentalists paper mills i know those environmentalists are coming from such a such a negative point of view and again almost like a scaring point of view the world is going to end in five years the world is going to end in eight years the world is going to end next year we've been hearing uh what was it um, but the Al market Gore talk about that for years, right, yeah, yeah. but the market will always provide a solution. And so perfect example is, you know, we were in St. Petersburg over the weekend where they've famously banned, uh, um, plastic straws. straws right. right. And of course, paper straws, everybody knows are notoriously horrible. Uh, I'd rather just not use it, but guess what? Now they have biodegradable straws that basically look and feel like plastic and yeah. they are 100% biodegradable. The market in a, in a capitalist society, right. in a free market, will always find a solution and i love it and that's what you want the society to do is to yeah. figure out a way to fix it if you allow for the government to try to manipulate a solution it's never going to get there yeah. and again i think that we're seeing what's happening and that's why i say it all the time manifest destiny to the stars bitches like that's <laughs> what the u.s should be i don't care what anyone says that oh we're not supposed as americans we're not supposed to do x y and z shut yeah. up and yeah. go eat go eat a tofu who well, cares? Well, you know, it, just on that and to kind of wrap, bring the show to a close, uh, I highly recommend anybody that has Apple TV to watch uh, For All Mankind. Uh, really puts a whole different spin on the space program and what could have been um, had our country maybe uh, focused a little bit more on our space program and NASA and whatnot. But uh, a, a phenomenal show. I binged both seasons, I think, in less than a week. Uh, so definitely check that out on what Apple is, TV. All right. that kind of time? Thank God. <laughs> you squeeze it in you can i mean you just you know all right on behalf of an evil david cabrera chase harrison again hillsborough county commission uh, di- uh candidate district seven vote chase harrison.com uh any parting words uh for you sir uh kickoff party for the campaign will be um January the 11th, 2022. <laughs> so cool. it's all ones and twos all right uh, at my vfw post at broad in florida okay great. seven to nine and uh anybody come out I'm guessing hopefully it's on your website or on your social media. All right, perfect. So again, vote chaseharrison.com and evil David Cabrera. All I'm good. I'm yeah. I'm looking forward. To, <laughs> the one thing I'm looking forward to inflation and the Fed making its only three cuts. I'm very annoyed about that, but it is what it is. 
All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, this is going to be our final show. And then when we come back, we will be uh, right at the beginning of the 2022 midterm season. Um, trust me, January, uh, you know, a couple weeks after the holidays is when all these campaigns kick off for the midterms. And it is going to be something to watch. It's, it's going to be, be a nightmare. <laughs> yes, quite, at every level of government. Um, so I'm we're so going to have. I'm so excited for the, the chaos and yeah. the cluster F that's going to happen in this coming cycle we're gonna have plenty to talk about many more candidates like our friend chase harrison here uh so again we appreciate you so much for watching uh again make sure you sign up for the audio version of our podcast so you never miss an episode over at the tech overlords at google apple spotify audible amazon odyssey iHeartRadio, and now samsung podcast uh, and of course follow us like share comment on all of our social media platforms we appreciate you so much merry christmas everybody happy new year um and uh gosh man we'll see you in a couple Couple weeks, all right. Love you. Good night, everybody. Bad, bad, bad future. <laughs> oh. bad, 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 bad.